Good evening, and welcome to the JMU Sports Blog Podcast. I'm Todd. I'm joined as always by my buddy Rob. What's up, Rob? Nothing. Hope everybody's doing okay. Hopefully everybody is doing okay. It is Tuesday night instead of Monday night. Um, we, I, I, we had a, I had a conflict last night. Couldn't do it. So we are getting this out to you. But we took a week off for President's Day last week and wanted to make sure we were back, especially because we have an awesome guest tonight. Uh, we have Sean O'Regan, coach of women's basketball. So as we're getting ready for the postseason, we want to talk about a team that is uh, – we want to talk about the team that's making all of us happy. <laughs> headed towards the postseason uh, we don't have to talk about anybody else tonight but Rob um, you know as always brought to you by Mossy Creek and Pale Fire go buy get free stickers get free pine glasses you'll find them wherever uh, go to those two places and mention the podcast or get free something um, Rob <laughs> there was just some random there, some cool stuff right I mean softball's been off to a decent start um, baseball's gotten off to a pretty baseball's good start gotten too. off to a pretty good start uh, lacrosse has had its moments uh, certainly had some players getting recognized very well. Uh, um, Six goals in the game will do that for you. Yeah. And um, best of all, big congrats again to uh, swimming and diving. The uh, women's team absolutely lapping the field in the, in the Colonial again this year. Um, with kind of long time, uh, you know, someone we've been watched for a couple of years, uh, Hope Byram taking home the diving crown. Um, Really cool weekend for them, and good luck to everybody who qualified going forward. Uh, Rob, I, I don't know what to say. Last weekend, uh, you know, I don't know. They tried, the men's team tried hard, I guess, in the last game at the combo. Well, it was a great crowd. It's cool to see a lot of big names back in the combo. Um, I think I'll remember this coming Sunday's game as the last game more than this one. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's I mean, it's just it's it's a tough season. Um, yep. Nobody's paying attention. I mean, we just gotta call call it what it is. You know, it's, yep. it's a lost season. It's a yep. missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. A lot of talent on this roster. A you know, it's, it's a decent league. It's not the CAA of the past, but there are some good teams. I think people kind of crap on the league in general, maybe too much. I, I think it's more the general state of college basketball. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe has has the, the standards fallen a little bit, but there's some good players. But this the league was still kind of there for the taking and still is there for the taking in the tournament. Yeah. Um, so there's just no other way to put it, but this was, this was a big missed opportunity uh, yeah. this year, last year. And who knows where we go, but as we mentioned on the last podcast, I think we all pretty much see the writing on the wall. For mm-hmm. Coach Rowe. Uh, poor guy. If you, if you pay attention to his interviews, yeah. it sounds like he knows what's going on. It's, yeah. it's just a crappy situation, um, yeah. but they almost pulled off, you know, what would have been a, a pretty great way to go out. Against a good William & Mary team with, with a tremendous player, Nathan Knight. Man, that guy's a stud. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. But, but not great. So, I, th- I think when we talk from now on, when we talk JMU basketball, let's just assume we're talking about the women. Yep. And we can for JMU men's basketball and JMU basketball, for, at least for the rest of this year. That's right. Except for the gambling community, um, who's making a killing. Yeah, they Despite are. the fact that JMU played well against William & Mary, they still did not cover. So, yeah. Um, we don't want to talk about that with anybody else. Um, but just a huge game for the women coming up. This is an enormous game. On and Friday. you'll hear Coach o, Coach Hunter talks about it in the interview. Um, this is a top 50 RPI matchup with big Drexel. Time. You know, this, this is a big-time college basketball game on Friday. Mm-hmm. It's at home for JMU. They're going to have revenge on their mind. Uh, they have been playing, just hitting on all cylinders since the unfortunate loss. But if you're going to lose one and if you need something to, to wake you up and maybe sometimes teams just need that like cold cold splash of water in the face, 
it's good to have it happen the first game mm-hmm. <laughs> of a two-game series, and then to come back and have the opportunity to beat to beat them uh, at home. I'm really looking forward to Friday. I mean, that's too. one that I got circled. That's a really, really big game. Something I think everybody's going to enjoy. And then followed up by, like you said, the the home wow. finale in the combo on Sunday. Yeah, really, it's just a really cool weekend for the women's team, the women's program this weekend. Um, that I mean, there's not much else to say. They're, they don't. The weekends don't come much better than this for any program at JMU. No. So pretty, pretty cool opportunity, and I uh, can't encourage everybody enough to, to go to the game, to watch the games, to pay attention to the games, follow along. It should be a really fun weekend, and uh, I think you'll hear our excitement about it um, as we talk to Coach O. And, uh, yeah, Rob, I, I guess the last thing I would mention, I forgot to mention um, from as we get started here before we inter- move on to talking to, to Coach O is uh, to see Khalid Abdullah had eight rushes for 45 yards over the weekend in the XFL and Andrew Anker had at least one sack that I saw a highlight of. Um, but both guys getting to, I, Khalid had not carried the ball much. And obviously the DC team lost this weekend, um, but he did get a chance to tote the rock a little bit this weekend. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Man. <laughs> yeah. So good luck to those guys um, moving down the line, Rob, I will talk to you after the break. All right. Thanks. Welcome back to the JMU Sports Blog Podcast. We are thrilled to be joined by our lead, our number one guest and our one of our favorite guests, of course. The favorite. Uh, the the favorite. favorite guest, yeah. yes. And our, our most frequent guest, uh, Coach O'Regan, the coach of women's basketball. Welcome back, Coach. I appreciate those accolades, gentlemen. Yes. So, well, we wanted to have you on because this is a really exciting time for, um, I think it's fair to say, the program at JMU that, you know, right up there with football has been the most consistent for the last 20 years. And, you know, we've got, had a lot of fun with some other programs, but this is the time of year when it's crunch time for y'all. And right. there's a lot of people been bugging me, texting me the last couple of weeks. What are you going to talk about more about the women's team? We got to talk about the women's team. <laughs> um, so we're glad to have you. Uh, you all have been on a tear recently. We are That's glad putting it, putting my, my, putting it my yes. Yeah. Um, What's been the biggest key since the last time you all um, lost? You know, and you just were before we four. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're, when we talk about a tear, we're talking you're averaging 83 points a game and like a 31-point margin of victory over the last five. I mean, this, mm-hmm. is, this is, it is a hot team at the right time. Well, yeah, yeah. We, we, our numbers are great right now. Um, our, our last five, our numbers are great. And uh, mm-hmm. honestly, it was um, – yeah, I wanted to send Denise Dillon a, a card. And I think I <laughs> – to give to give her it here on Friday, but um, we we really we needed it for whatever reason, and I hate I hate even saying that as a coach sometimes because it's supposed to be your coach's job to to kind of you know find what the doctor or you know ordered type of thing with your team, but um, for us we just we didn't we weren't scrapping the way we should, and we actually had a long talk um, right after that Drexel game about how almost how insulting it is to be called a talented team. Mm-hmm. That's what everybody was hitting me up with, man. You guys are so talented. It's like, that's like calling my children beautiful. It's like, that's <laughs> fine, but call my children well-behaved, you know, yeah. call my children like really hard workers, you know? Right. So that's what we talked about. Like, what do you want to be known as? Do you mm-hmm. want to be known as a talented team that just couldn't, you know? And so we came up with a list of words and, and, um, it was one of those things where I don't, I think it clicked for a couple of people that, you know, what are we doing? 
you know, why are we not playing as hard as we can possibly play and kind of relying on our talent to win games? And, and um, I think from that moment on, starting with Kamaya Smalls, mm-hmm. uh, it, yeah, it's been a different, there's been a different level of motivation. Um, so I hope, you know, all those, all that, that stuff is great. And the margin of victory is great. But man, it's uh, it doesn't give us any points on Friday or moving forward. So, right. you know, it's uh, it's one of those things where uh, we got to keep we got to stay hungry, and that's um, I think I think we're on our way. You know, I'm pretty confident in that. But um, you know, it's it's also we haven't faced too much adversity in those last five games either. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's something that uh, you know, we're ready for. But you know, it's um you haven't been faced to the fire as much as you, I mean, we've really been rolling, which has been fun kind of, you know, the last five minutes of the games, I haven't been sweating, (laughs) but, but it's, um, for, for us, it's, it's, it really starts and ends with, with rebounding and, and that trickles down to everything. If we're, if we're rebounding, that means we're scrapping. That means we're getting loose balls. That means we're playing the tempo we want. That means, you know, we're getting second chance. It just trickles to everything. So, Mm We've been, you know, our practice guys have been getting, uh, they've been going to work on the glass for us the last couple of weeks. Well, I feel like that's been a real uh, fun thing to watch the last couple of weeks too, is you mentioned, you know, your, your sort of <laughs> your lead dog there, uh, Smalls, yep. and yep. obviously Jefferson, you know, they've kind of led the team this year, but they've really stepped up the last couple of weeks, but you guys have been getting contributions from all over the place. Yeah. I, I feel like all the names you told us preseason that we didn't hear a ton about for a while, you know, <laughs> right. have really popped up on the stat sheet the last couple of weeks and just watching in the games. I mean, I feel like Tucker and Benitez, I mean, you guys have had contributions, different games from different people. That's right. got to be rewarding for you at this point. No, definitely. Right? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, yeah. and you, you, Smalls has led the whole thing and, and Kiki's been just as hungry. And I tell you what, it's not about this stuff, but it's a pretty cool stat knowing that um, if Kiki – we got two more weekends. <laughs> if she if she can win rookie of the week, the next two weekends she ties Deladon's ten rookie of the weeks. I mean that oh, it's yeah. a good company to yeah, keep right there. That sure yeah. is. Um, but you know, I that's like kind of the added bonus. It's not the focus. But no, it, we, Kiki Kiki's been phenomenal. If mm-hmm. you look at our stats the last five games, she's shooting like sixty percent from two and from three. It's like. You know, okay, all right, this is going to work fine. That's what's actually surprised me the most, Coach. I mean, we all knew how talented she was. We all were excited. But I did not expect her to shoot this well yeah. as a freshman. You know, that that's kind of unprecedented. You'd expect players like her, like you said, that talent word, to have the games where it right. all come together. But you'd think there'd be dips. But she shot for a very good percentage all year and then is just really peaking at the right time. Yeah. When, you know what, um, uh, I think it was maybe after the second game, somebody that, that watches this quite a bit came up to me and said, is she a gym rat? And I said, yeah. Mm. And it was like, uh-oh, everybody yeah. else better look out because you're yeah. right. It's not just talent. It's not mm-hmm. that she just goes up and it's it's raw talent, Zion Williamson style. It's like yeah. she's she's working and she's gotten better. And that's what – I take a lot of pride in that, mm-hmm. trying to make sure they're better when they – you know, in year three than, than year two and, and year, th- you know, four than year three. So um, she's, she's been, I mean, she has our first eight points at Hofstra, you know, it's like, yeah. Okay, all right. <laughs> um, but no, rain, I think rain Tucker has been the kind of the biggest surprise. I thought she was going to contribute and be pretty good, but she's made some plays. Uh, I've, I've really been blown away with, um, mm-hmm. 
that you know it just comes up as one steal in the stat sheet. But I man, she made a play at Hofstra on yeah. the player screen where she. I mean, it was like, how did you do that? Right. You know, her instincts are are off the charts, and so those two, I'm 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 really really pleased with. But you're right. I mean, you're exactly right. Maddie Maddie Green goes what six for seven from three a couple games ago. You know, yeah. Benitez Benitez hit six threes in the first half at Northeastern. So it's yeah, and that's what I think we're starting starting to really realize is moving the ball and how well that works for everybody. Um, moving and sharing, um, and and everybody kind of gets theirs. And you should see they get all they get all bent out of shape if somebody misses somebody. Like we're in film today, and it's like <laughs> you miss Jalen on that cut. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. It happens sometimes. There's a lot going on in a basketball game, but right. um, that's kind of the. Kamaya Smalls, Kayla Cooper Williams leadership trickle down is that kind of unselfishness on offense. And it's it's working very well for us right now, but um, it's going to have to continue to. And, and you know, it's, it's easy to trust when you're up 25. You got to be able to sure. trust each other when you're yeah. up three with a game on the line. And that's that's what we're working towards. Well, before we get to all the uh, before we get to this weekend's um, sort of it's a real interesting weekend for you all. Uh, but before we get to these two games, um, just big picture for a second. We're not the only ones who noticed your team um, <laughs> playing well. Uh, does it? I know you only barely look at it or care about it, but it's got to mean something to the players, right? That you all are um, we're, we're put in the bracketology this week for the first time this year, right? I, you know, and and I stand corrected, right? I'm the one who said after the loss to Drexel, I thought you all had a had burned through your margin of error. And, and maybe, you know, as a coach, I'm sure you think you still have, right? No, no, but, I do. I, that's how yeah, I but, yeah. but that's got to feel good for the kids, right? <laughs> no, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I agree. I, we, haven't, we really haven't talked about it no. much. And to be honest with you, half of them know exactly what's going on. Like Lexi Barrier, Kamaya Smalls, they know exactly. <laughs> I bet you Kiki Jefferson pays it no mind. I bet you she's just like, let's. what are we doing now? You know? Yeah, she's a freshman. Yeah, yeah go <laughs> Um, well, us fans pay attention, right? We noticed. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought, um, you know, very honestly, when I was assessing it and I looked at the Drexel game, it was like mm-hmm. you're losing to a top 50 team on the road. Yeah. You know, that, that's – Yeah, that's not a backbreaker. Would, yeah, it's mm-hmm. not a backbreaker. Now, you, you lose to, um, you know, Hofstra on the road or, or Northeastern, it's different, you know. Mm-hmm. But, um, I thought top 50 team on the road, that's not going to break us. But I didn't – you know, right. we have to – we're in a position regard like I know the reality of it. I've been doing it too long where yeah. we're at other teams discretion like Georgia yes. Tech right Georgia Tech has many opportunities to beat people right. we we don't we have Drexel on Friday and after that it's don't lose right yeah. so there's other teams out there with more um chances you know mm-hmm. um somebody can make a run in the ACC tournament you know all that stuff so it's 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 nice to be recognized with that, but um, we really gotta, you know, my focus is really figuring out how to control our own destiny, and you know, it's an elusive. I want to win that tournament championship for yeah. for several reasons, for pride. I don't want, I cannot imagine Kamaya Smalls, Lexi Barrier, and Devin Merritt walking out of here as the first class in a long time to not get a ring, right? In their four years, mm-hmm. they're too good of players for that, and so yeah. that that's kind of you know the other stuff is fun, you know, I mm-hmm. pay it to it i'm junky with that but <laughs> i can't help it but right uh, the the real thing is like i, I really they deserve it kamaya smalls works really hard at this and she mm-hmm. deserves and lexi barrier has put in a lot of time and they deserve it and so i'm trying to figure out we got to get that thing so uh it is nice though you know yeah so you guys have the biggest game in uh certainly the biggest game of the season 
uh, so far. And, and, and really, I, maybe the biggest game in quite some time. For it's it's a big game for the, for the CAA. Yeah, for the for league. For, for a regular season in-conference matchup, this is as big as it's been for, yeah. for the past couple of years. Yeah. yeah, you guys get your shot at, at Drexel again. For anybody not paying attention, um, on this coming Friday, Jamie will host Drexel in the rematch. Uh, so you'll get to talk to Coach Dillon again. <laughs> um, <laughs> yep. You know, what's it like? I mean, you said it's kind of – well, I said it was an interesting weekend because you play here this biggest game in the, in the conference all year is on Friday night. Right. Arguably. And then you play the last game ever at the combo on <laughs> Sunday, right? Which what, means what a lot. A to, right. A, it means a hell of a lot. Against Delaware, by the way. Right, you know, right. the old rival, right? right. Um, means a hell of a lot to – you know, the fan base and everything, um, especially given, you know, we're, we're not here to talk about any other programs, but yeah. you guys are the show this year. And, right. you know, it, that's exciting. How do you get the kids? I, I heard you talking earlier this week about trying to split this into two very separate games. You know, right. I um, have to. Yeah. I mean, how, how have you, you know, what are you all doing to try to do that? Because these are, I feel like it's just, this, this is an awkward weekend for, in the locker room. I feel like, you know, right. it, it, it honestly, it, it honestly, it's um, it's a first time for me. Mm-hmm. Obviously, because you're you're closing down a building, but um, I really will. We'll really try to focus on just you know, it's, it's coach talk, right? But I'm really going to try to focus on the game plan. Yeah, right? what we got, you know, let hey, we're focused on you know today we're going over Drexel's offense. That's what our focus is. And I did sit all five seniors down, mm-hmm. and I said, look, there's gonna, you're going to get asked questions. The paper's going to come by and whatever, and it's. Yeah, it's don't don't lump it into the weekend. It's not the weekend. Right. You have one game on Friday. Right. Then you can turn your attention to senior day as you should. Right. Right. And and so let it be senior day. Mm-hmm. Don't you don't have and yeah, I'm gonna push the button of oh, this is the last game in this building. We're winning this game. We're pushing that button. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. But but it's still your senior day. Right. And you you guys, you know, so man, it's a five person decorated class senior sure day. The last mm-hmm. day in the combo. We, I mean, I've got confirmed Don Evans, Tamara Young, Precious Hall all coming back. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, wow. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's, um, it'll be heavy in that respect, but I really, we will, I will work a lot mentally on with them. Just focus on this, just these 40 minutes, just heck this five minutes, just win the first five minutes of this game. Let's focus on that. And, and, uh, there'll be, there'll be some, I mean, there'll be distractions naturally, but, I actually think it'll be not a bad test for us going into the tournament because there's always distractions mm-hmm. and extra stuff going into the CA tournament. So um, we will we will really try to um, what do you call it? Eat a deconstructed salad, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or deconstruct one, just one piece at a time. Yeah. Um, and, but man, it, it's it's um yeah. I assume the result up there at Drexel uh, has your players' attention going oh, into yeah. the Friday, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. And, and that that'll be that'll be enough for us, I think, to go all in for Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think it I think it'll be much more difficult Sunday because mm-hmm. we beat them. They play terrible. Okay, they, they've they've won they've won a couple. They've won I don't know what it is like four out of six since our game. Okay, um, they played terrible. They scored thirty nine points. They they shot seventeen percent. Delaware, I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, they're they're not that bad, right? So I think I think for us being able to focus through senior day, through all the hoopla and all that stuff, will be a little bit of a more more of a challenge than, you know, coming out and playing a really good game against Drexel at home, which I I have a lot of confidence in. I'll be very honest. Good. So, 
Now, Coach, what do you think, Fred? I mean, you mentioned that that kind of caused everybody to go back to basics and really start scrapping again. Are you just thinking of it in terms of that that was an anomaly that last game and it's a different team and now you're going to come back and rebounding? What do you think the team needs to do to improve, like, over that last time against Drexel? Yeah, sure. Well, um, here, here's the – this is not an excuse, okay? Mm-hmm. It kicked butt pretty good. But, you know, I, I've – I've had the Drexel scout, you know, I've, I've been doing this a long time. <laughs> I know how to beat Drexel. And um, it was a unique thing where we play them on a Sunday, which was a one day prep coming from Delaware. Mm-hmm. And you had played them earlier in the year. A lot of the time we play them at home and then you're going back to Drexel on a Sunday prep. Well, you already played them three weeks ago or something. So mm-hmm. you have a, have a base. We had no base. Mm-hmm. You're talking about, we're playing two freshmen, Kiki and rain pretty heavy minutes. Kiki is not the greatest defender in the world. She's working on that. And so it's, you know, it was, we were just, I think, a little bit unprepared, but we, we honestly got out toughed. And that's, that's what I know is a controllable change. It's like, we're going to be able to play better toughness wise. We're going to be able to scrap more. And it's, I was, I'd take, I don't, I don't mind taking blame. We were pressing too much. We tried to press them and speed them up. That's not who we are. Mm-hmm. The last the last five games we haven't pressed three times. Not I mean not three possessions. And mm-hmm. it's like we're gonna dig in half court defense and that's what we're gonna do. And it simplifies everything. Mm-hmm. And so now we have three day prep and all we're gonna talk about is the little things and scrapping and rebounding and that sort of thing. And if we if we do that, we'll be able like Drexel's a good team and, and I have a lot of respect for Denise, but we're a we're a better team when we're playing not at a four out of ten. Right. Um, yeah. And they made us play a little bit like that, but we also, we were, it was a tough, Kamaya was back in Philly. She had other, she had some distractions. I thought playing her last game in Philly, um, you know, even mm-hmm. Kiki, Kiki must've had 40 people at the game when we were oh. at Drexel. So there's a lot of, I just think there was a lot to it. And I mean, we hadn't had our butt kicked like that all year. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, we lost three games by nine points going into that game. Right. Um, you know, so, so I, I'm, I'm very confident. That's what we've done. That's when we came out and beat Towson the way we did, it was all the scrap. It was all of meeting your passes. It was taking contact, taking a charge, you know, um, getting your hand on a ball that those sort of things, they go so far. And I think we've understood that message. Well, I hope we have, Mm -hmm. um, definitely had the last five games. Gotcha. Well, they, uh, we we know this isn't this is not the end of the season for y'all. You have two road right. games next week, right? At Elon and at William and Mary, um, mm-hmm. before the tournament. Um, Coach, what are you looking at? I mean, whatever happens on Friday, it, it's you know looks like you and Drexel are going to be the top two seeds sure. in the tournament. Um, is there anybody else in the in the tournament that really you know freaks either one of you out in that way? You know, I mean, anybody yes. else that you expect to really be a challenger? Uh, is it in Charleston this year? No, I, I think um, I think uh, William and Mary is is surprisingly much improved, and they they lost a first team All Conference kid, Bianca Boggs, and they replaced her with a sophomore who I think is is incredible. Eva mm-hmm. is her name, and, and she's um, I mean she's shooting fifty five percent from the field as a point guard. I mean that's that's like unheard of. Um, mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I've got my eye on them. But, you know, I think – I mean, Towson beat us too, and they're super athletic. And I think Kiana Jeter is a kid that if she gets hot, you can't stop her. You just okay. can't. Mm-hmm. So, I think those – William and Mary and Towson, Towson. are two that – yeah, I've just – you know, 
Yeah. And I told our team, I said, we're not looking for the easy path here. We're looking for the necessary path. So, right. you know, whatever you, whatever you want to throw at us is fine. You want to play, huh. you know, Elon's hosting. You want to play that first round game? Let's do that. That's the toughest challenge. Let's go. I'm mm-hmm. not get this thing out here. Um, but yeah, I think in a tournament setting, you know, it's, it's, it's dangerous. William and Mary is very dangerous. Towson is very dangerous. Um, and you know, you, I mean, you can go down the line, even Northeast, yeah. even though we've handled them, but, um, they're, they're all dangerous, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, okay. So taking you out into the big picture, we got to ask you the fun, uh, junkie questions here. Uh, who's junkie questions here. It's got to be cool. I, I was looking around. We, we were kind of getting ready tonight, and we were thinking about a few of your uh, – it's been a lot of JMU-adjacent people having some success lately. Yeah, sure. Um, I'm sure you got to watch Jazz uh, take Puerto Rico to the Olympics. Very cool. It's got to right? be pretty cool, right? That is very cool. And yeah. Um, really, and I, really cool. But yeah, yeah. And it looks like she's getting another shot uh, to play in the, in the WNBA. Um, yeah, got invited job. to the Phoenix training camp, so really cool week. And then um, – it looked like your old boss, you know, he might have a tournament team on his hands this year. He does. He right. Does. And you're, uh, <laughs> and you're definitely... on the other end. I, I saw Nikki's team is third place, certainly a contender in the conference down there at Bradford too, right? <laughs> yeah, they, uh, yeah, you're right. Everybody's they're, trying they're to climbing. recruit against you, coach. That's <laughs> <laughs> you know, a good crew, right? Yeah, no, that's got to be pretty cool, though. Um, no, it is. And then I, I wanted to ask you, I mean, two way out. I mean, we always ask you about the NBA. Um, we know your C's are looking pretty good. Yeah. Looks like uh, Tatum's making the leap here. Man, that um, guy. Yeah. Yeah. What's your, what's your feeling on, on Boston this year? He <laughs> was sick on Sunday. I don't know if yeah. you watched him play. He was amazing. Well, you know what? I, uh, I got to see the fourth quarter of that game on the bus. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. we were on our way back. But, um, no, I think he's taken off. And I think um, despite the Kyrie factor that slowed him down, yep. better. <laughs> you know, the guy is – the guy is. Um, you can hear the respect coming out of LeBron's. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coach, so can the C's win the title? And uh, if not, who you got? I think the C's are going to be in the finals. But I think um, I think you're talking about whoever wins the Clippers-Lakers series – uh, is my favorite is going to is going to win. I think either the power of Kawhi yeah. with a, with a pretty good crew on the Clippers mm-hmm. or or the Lakers the Lakers are yeah. The Lakers are fun to watch. I just don't know who's going to win that slugfest when it comes down to it. Yeah, I feel like I worry more almost about the Lakers health, you know, right. making it all the way to the end. True. They're True. so thin in some some spots. Um yeah, yeah Kawhi's definitely been pacing himself. And then yeah. <laughs> The last question I wanted, we wanted to ask you, Coach, uh, it's got to be pretty cool. You know, we, we've all kind of – everybody who cares about this game uh, has paid attention to what's happened, and, and obviously with Kobe passing away. Um, but it's got to be pretty cool that one of his last mentees was a player in your game who, yeah. you know, has, has really – I don't know. It, it just – it's opened all of us up as fans. I'm, I'm sure it's got to mean something to you as a coach in the game. Um, to see her out there and being such a big, this is uh, Sabrina Ionescu from Oregon, you know, being such a big part of this. Uh, It's pretty cool for you as a coach. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, um, you know, I I just, you you see the other side of it. Right. And and I've been on the other side where I I didn't, you know, years ago, I didn't appreciate women's basketball for what it was. I didn't. And Mm -hmm. now, now that I'm in it and no, it's Mm -hmm. like you want, you know, I want Kamaya Smalls to get more respect. You know, I want Don right. Evans and how good she was and Precious All. You know, they, they deserve that. They work just as hard. And it's, it's um, 
I think what Kobe did was just really open that door. Mm-hmm. And, and I think the, the relationship he's got with, with Sabrina was, was incredible and yeah. it opened it up. And now, you know, even, even again, my wife's paying attention that that Steph Curry's at the game last night, Oregon Stanford. It's like, yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. You know, and I think it's just, that door is slowly opening. And mm-hmm. I think um, he was a huge um, component of that. And, and that's, that's something that's, you know, that, that shook me to the core. I mean, yeah. daughter, you know, I mean, yeah, got, yeah. No. I mean that, that was um, just a, just an incredibly sad story, but um, it's uh, what he, what he's done for, for, you know, basketball in general, but mm-hmm. women's basketball, especially with crossing over being a male, a legend mm-hmm. um, and, and respecting the women's game as much as he did was just, just something, just something special. Yeah, it's really cool. Well, hopefully your hopefully your team will get a shot at her, um, maybe in the Sweet Sixteen or something <laughs> down the road. That'd be great. That'd be great. I'd be terrified, yeah. but that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, no, that'd be awesome. Oh, uh, coach, thank you so much for uh, putting up with all our technical issues, but wow. and, and just taking the time. We are thrilled, and and that's really cool. I, I'm glad you shared with us that Don and Tamara and Precious are all coming back this weekend. Yeah, that's but- really exciting for fans. Um, you know, I'm sure they know what they mean to fans, but it's pretty awesome. So no, I thought it was great. I couldn't, I mean, I mean, precious driving from Tallahassee Don. I mean, it's like, yeah. yeah, it means something. You can tell how much it means to them too, you know? Yeah. And it'll be fun in the new building, but you know, there's been some <laughs> great memories for your team there. No, and no. Um, I will say, I, I, you know, maybe we'll talk to you again next week or the week after um, as we head to the postseason. But I I will say that I really hope that Sunday is the last home game for your team. Me too. Uh, (laughs) I'm not even hoping. Nope. For for those that know what that means, I don't, I don't, I don't want to play anymore at home after this game. It is. That's what it's going to be. This is the last home game Sunday. I've told our players that everyone else. I'm making that statement. That's right. We are. Oh, well, good luck on Friday, coach. You can get this one back and, uh, Set yourself up for the for the trip south in the postseason. <laughs> I appreciate. I really do. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. No, no problem. Thanks, coach, and good luck. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Have a good one. All right. See ya. And welcome back, <laughs> Rob. How cool was that talking to coach? Yeah, that, yeah. That, I really, I, I sincerely meant it when I said it. He's far away my favorite guests we've been fortunate to have a lot of really cool guests but he's just a fun guy to talk to yeah i, I could talk to coaches all day particularly basketball coaches i just yeah. i find it fascinating um even the whole coach speak thing like how he's open about how he yeah. uses it and and pushing the buttons of the players and getting people motivated it's yeah. really neat like it's i mean anytime you talk to a coach of any sport it's cool but for basketball i think it's really interesting to hear the perspective of how you keep a team motivated when they are heavy favorites and there are those nights when they really can put in our cruise control. Mm -hmm. I I just, I find it interesting and I think it's really cool the way they bounce back uh, and really appear to be hitting their stride at the right time going into a huge, huge game Friday night. Yeah. Well, it's also funny always how much coaches like we just forget like the mental emotional part of the game, right? The sort Mm -hmm. of ups and downs of a season and like, we don't we're watching on TV. We don't think about who has 40 people in the stands. No, or I, who's I thought dealing that was with taking requests too. that weekend or what you know, like we none of us think about that kind of stuff, you know. Um it's really cool. And the coaches are, you know, they're just so deep in the weeds on that, you know. Yeah. I thought that was cool to hear from him. Yeah, it is really the, the whole idea of distractions, like mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's 
the who brings who to games. Yeah, that's one that I haven't really thought of. You always talk about that being an opportunity, and particularly some schools, oh, you know, they're in a recruiting hotbed, so it's go so big they can get people to come to the games. And you're like, okay, you don't think about that. But then the flip side of like, am I playing our last game in Philly? Yep. Wouldn't have occurred to me in a million years. Nope, that that was something's big deal. But it probably is a lot of pressure. Yep, you know, you're probably playing for friends who you're really close with, but might not have ever made the trip to Harrisonburg, and you mm-hmm. know, it's like appointment, appointment, appointment. Uh, I don't not television, obviously, because they're going live. Yeah, you get, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah it's absolutely. And yeah, I think you'll actually enjoy Rob after we, after Coach O put up with our little tech, technical snafu. Technical snafu there. Um, I did the last thing I wanted to ask him about was this uh, Sabrina Ionescu Kobe Bryant relationship, um, and how cool that's been to see the women's game get a spotlight. And it was much more interesting listening to him think about it and think that through than than me. And you know how sort of deeply he's thinking, thinking about that as someone who's, you know, so heavily invested. I mean, this is his, his life and livelihood. Um, and just really, I thought that was really cool. And that idea of like, and it made me think about, I mean, what she, you know, the way she able, was able to show up the other night um, and break all the records sort of, you know, um, it's pre- it makes it all that much more impressive. So it is neat. Like I, yeah. I, I find that to be particularly um, kind of interesting that the way women's basketball and women's sports in general are just kind of evolving. Yeah, me too. Uh, particularly as somebody who's raising two sons, like to them, I haven't made any, I've tried not to make any big deal or like force opinions on them for sports at all, right. but just expose them to things. And I tell people this all the time. Like, unfortunately when we were kids, I'm, I'm just going to admit, I did yeah. not think of women's sports as equal. It's embarrassing. No. It was wrong. Right. Um, it also was not unique to me, which doesn't, which makes it even worse. But like, we didn't think of women's sports as the same thing. Um, no, the we're in the mid forties. We didn't have any exposure to it. No, we didn't know, right? no exposure. Like I thought, I remember going to like watch the girls in high school and you sport them as friends, but like, right. I didn't pay any attention to women's college basketball or, you know, there wasn't really mm-hmm. any women's pro basketball. No, there's no my, representation at all in the No, there was no, there space. were no role models. I mean, like, right. like Chrissy Everett, Martina Navratilova, like you had tennis. Right. Tennis but, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, but women's team sports were not nope. a thing. They were nope. not thought of as anywhere. And for my kids, it's just sports. Like I haven't been like it's not women's sports or basketball. James was saying the other day that for him, you're like Sabrina's the best player in college basketball, right? And it's yeah. not women's college basketball. It's just like well, they're all playing basketball. Right, and right, she right. happens to be the best at it. Right, you know? right. Like I wake them up in the morning, and sometimes I can only get my boys out of bed. Yeah. I talk about what highlight to see. And yeah. this morning I was like, oh, guys, Sabrina. And they're like, did she do it? Did she get nine rebounds? Like yeah. they knew exactly what I was talking about. Um, yep. And for them, it's just like, that's the highlight. It's another highlight that comes on. So it's really cool. Like, yeah. it's like you need to be taught that something is inferior. You need to be wrongly taught that something is not as good or not equal. And I mm-hmm. think that's probably a lesson for a lot of things in life. Yep. But I, I, I don't know. It's just, it's really cool to have two boys who, have a much more healthy attitude yeah. than we did at their age. And it even comes down to like our coach James's team. Yeah. As much little boys, they are hoops fanatics, like yeah. little gym rats. They <laughs> love it. Um, one of their really good friends is a girl Meredith and they like beg her to come watch them come to their practices. They're always begging me like, Oh, let Meredith play, let Meredith play. And she's every bit as good, if not better than most of the kids on my team. Right. And nobody's like embarrassed about that. Right. Which is great. They're like, great. of course, I want Meredith to play. Meredith's awesome. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, Meredith's so good. Like, oh, you know, and that's cool. Like, when we were kids, forget about it. We were, yep. we had some dumb, 
meatheaded notions. <laughs> yes. We would not have been so welcome to a girl coming and, you know, dropping double doubles in the scrimmage on us. Well, and I think success and talent, I mean, that they sort of speak for themselves when you get a chance to see it. Yeah. Right? I mean, and your boys, I mean, my nephew will, like, watching him watch the World Cup last summer mm-hmm. um, when he's never seen the men play in the World Cup. Right. I mean, yeah. he's nine and I mean, I guess conceivably he was alive, but he's never he seen no them win the whole damn thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like he's never seen them for a month and a half and been, ex- you know, had a built progressive buildup of watching the games mm-hmm. and been really excited. So, yeah, it's a, it's definitely pretty cool uh, to see. And it was it's as always great to talk to Coach O. Yeah. And we're so fantastic. grateful for his time and patience with us. So hopefully you all enjoyed it. And um we will be back, if not this week. Uh, we'll probably record next week for sure, Rob, um, in advance of Pillow Fright Friday, which is now the uh, Dean Keener Memorial Saturday. Saturday, yeah. When JMU will be taking um, unceremoniously to the court in the men's tournament. Um, we'll have another week before we have to really get excited about the women's tournament. Uh, but hopefully we'll have some lacrosse and softball and stuff like that to talk about too. So, And hopefully a big win to launch them back into first place. Uh, man, I, I, man, it's just it's it's really it, you know I looking at that bracketology and seeing them, they're the last team in the tournament this week, and if they could win this Drexel game, it really does feel like the conference would be in pretty reasonable shape if the two of these teams could get to the title game. Yeah, in the tournament, um, they'd certainly be on the list and, and be talked about. I think. Um, it's also a, a bit of a break. It's not going to really move the needle RPI-wise, but getting a chance to close with one of your final two games against William & Mary, a team yeah. that's very good. You know, it's it's not like, you know, beat Drexel, take the rest of the regular season off. They actually no. need to close. they got to beat a solid team. So mm-hmm. it's going to keep the momentum. Um, but there's the potential. Like you said, if, if they both meet in the finals, you can make the argument that it's a, that it's a too-big league. Yeah, if they both finish 14-2 and two in the league, and are both in the top 50 RPI and have played the kind of schedules and the the kind of competition they've played this year and, you know, split with each other. Yeah. I think it's going to be, it'll be, it'll be fun to watch on selection Sunday to see if, if the CAA can get two on the women's side. Um, Something that's selection, Monday. selection, selection Monday. Sorry. (laughs) Well, cause it's not even a chance in hell on the men's side. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So that'll, that'll be exciting. And and I just want to see them beat Drexel after getting their, Butts kicked last time. So, yeah, that was know, a weird I, game. Like the wheels yeah. kind of came off shooting wise, and this has been a pretty good shooting basketball team. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, mm-hmm. they're they're pretty selected for their shots. It's it's yep. not a, a, just it's not one of those things where one player is the green light to launch forty shots a game. They're nope. pretty selective, and it was one of those games where you could have confused the. Sh- if you looked at the stats, you would have thought you were looking at the other team. Yeah, the men's team, you know, shooting like 25% from three or something like that. (laughs) Yeah. So, Rob, I will talk to you next week. Yeah, have a good week, everybody. All right. Go Dukes.